What's up, everyone? Welcome to But What Do I Know? I'm here today with a good buddy of mine, Mark Richards. Marky Two Dicks. How's it going today, bro? What up, Mr. Beckfire? You know, I was just chilling here. You about to talk some tattoo talk stuff. Sure, man. Let's yeah. do it. Bro, well, how you been, first off? I've been busy, man. Started a new shop last year. Still getting used to running a shop and all that stuff. I'm kind of slowed down my travel since I opened the shop, but uh, still do a little bit of that. And then tattoos, too. So, Damn. busy, dude. Yeah, so that's Broken Crow Collective. Yep, Portland, Maine. Portland. If you guys have a chance, search for it, because even just looking at the uh, just – how aesthetically pleasing and crazy you guys got of a spot is insane. Like it's perfect. It's like downtown Portland, Maine. Yeah. Middle of the arts district. Yeah, man. I couldn't be happier with the location. Kill it. Buildings like 200 years old. Yep. Sure is. 1826, my friend. Oh snap. The one I owned in Portland was 1908. (laughs) Okay. But but it was redone. Yours like hasn't really been too much redone, but I think a third Mm -hmm. floor was put on. Yeah, that's right. It's It was two floors forever, and then they put the third floor on. It's funny, because I was actually alive in 1829. Really? So. Little known fact about Mr. Beckvar, he is a time traveler. Yeah, vampire. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude. Um, so today's subject, bro, is like, should the tradition stay in tattooing like meaning like should we just adapt so much to where we don't like where the industry is going or should old timers i guess maybe uh make the newcomers adapt to what it used to be i guess is a way to put it okay okay yeah dude yeah all right dude all right yeah so i personally feel you know, it's just getting carried away. I don't know. I mean, it's the whole industry is crazy. It's a billion dollar industry now. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy how 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 vast it is. Um, I don't know. You you kind of hit me up and, and talked to me about a little bit about what we were getting into, and I kind of thought about it a little bit. Um, I don't know. I think it's kind of with any industry as time progresses, new stuff's going to come around, and it's. I kind of think it's an, an adapt or die situation. As much as I do like some of the old traditions and stuff, you do have to kind of evolve with whatever the beast is 100 percent. if you want to make money right if you want to survive yeah i mean there's always going to be the market for those very niche dudes that stay super traditional with all the old old school rules and everything but i don't think it's going to be something that the vast majority of us can uh can survive on yeah no it's true it's uh it's become a pinterest world uh pinterest world good yeah. lord pinterest yeah, it's the, the ones that pay the bills, you know? Yep, yep. Been paying the bills since 2008 with Stars yeah. and Swirls. Started with Cherry Creek, now it's Pinterest. Yeah, there you go. There <laughs> yeah. You go. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I also feel like uh, I feel like most shops I know have apprentices. Like, it's blowing my mind that we're just bringing so many people in. And it sounds shitty to say. I'm just like, but damn, when's it stop? Well, yeah, I mean on apprentices and that whole end of things, that's a whole different beast altogether. I mean, I feel like it should be uh, something that is given to somebody who deserves it for maybe their um, artistic capabilities or their dedication to the craft or devotion to just being like wanting to be a part of it so much that they're willing to, to do what it takes to to be part of it instead of just being let in because you'll give somebody $5,000 and, 
then they'll teach you some bullshit that they don't really know too much. You know, they're just taking the money. I don't know. Yeah. There's a, there's a whole lot of different things going on with the apprenticeship thing. That's yeah, it's definitely it, oversaturated it's, uh, the market for sure. It's crazy. It really is. Uh, me and Rob Smead talked last episode pretty much about like a, a school, you know, I know anti-school, you know, but like a two year school. And then yeah. after that, you would get your internship apprenticeship. So you do your school in like college, trade yeah. school, and then yeah. you start an apprenticeship. That's ideal. Oh yeah, definitely. That's ideal. I mean, if you could get it to be some kind of a format that you have to stick to, but there's, I mean, how are you going to get <laughs> yeah. everyone to stick to that? You know, that's, that's yeah. the whole thing. How are you going to regulate it without right? There's no way to regulate it. And it's, over too. it's pretty much based on people's, their integrity in themselves, you know, and when you leave it up to that, it's not going to really yeah. pan out. I don't think <laughs> it's true. There's even shop owners who aren't tattooers that have apprentices these days. Oh yeah, there's plenty of that going on. I worked <laughs> yeah. for a I worked for a shop with a non non tattooer owner. Something I won't ever do again. But yeah, 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 crazy. But like uh, design wise, yeah, like that alone. I mean, you pretty much have to adapt to what's what's coming. But you know, tattoos are dude genre style all over the map. You know, so it's like master one of those or a few of those or whatever and stop doing shitty tattoos. I don't know where I'm going with this, dude. I'm just I don't either. I know. I know what you're saying, but I mean, I don't know. I came up in a in a mindset where you got to be able to do or at least be capable of doing whatever came through the door. You might not be the best at it, but kind of a jack of all trades, master of none kind of thing. Yeah. Um so you could tackle whatever the walk-in may be. Um so that way the shop can make money cuz I came up in small town Maine, so you never know what's coming in. A lot of yeah. Cherry Creek, a lot of Cherry Creek, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> tribal, yeah, a lot of tribal. Yeah. Um, but I think that now there's there are there is a market for those guys who come in and they're just doing photorealism out of the gate. You know, they're they're learning from somebody who does it really well, and that's just all they do. Um, I don't know the the industry's changed so much where there are people specific looking for specific genres, and that's it. Whereas before. It, I think the public wasn't as educated as they are now. Yeah. And they should be. I mean, there's just, there's no reason. I think Tim Hendricks or something said it like, uh, you have everything in front of you. There's no reason to be a bad tattooer. Like you have yeah. all the tools necessary to be a great tattooer. Unlike back in the day when you made your own needles, you know, all your own pigments, all that shit. Obviously that was different before portrait tones existed. And, yeah. You know, 300 ink sets, but like, well, that was yeah. back in the days of wizards, my friend. Yes, the wizardry, sorcerership yeah. of tattooing. Yeah, that's when it was the magic still existed. You, you made your own pigments and made your own needles, and everything yeah. was a secret. And that's when the apprenticeships mattered more, I think. Yeah, for sure. You learned because a lot in those times. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, it, it's, it's changed a lot. Crazy, everything's, everything's at your fingertips now. So, so those things aren't necessary anymore. You don't have to know how to fix your machine or – uh, or build a needle. You can just buy more from whatever tattoo supplier, or you can buy new pigments. You don't have to mix your own, you know, or you don't have to hand blast a stencil, you know, like yeah. you don't have to use acetate stencils, you know, it's, it's just, there's everything's at your fingertips. Everything's easier, but I mean, that's any, any industry. That's how it's going really is oh, just yeah. ease yeah. of use for everything. Yeah. And that, that's all the good stuff, to be honest, like uh, the iPad, all this, like, tech, technologically, I don't disagree with anything 
that the tattoo industry is done wrong. I mean, it's just getting better and better. You know, tattoos are getting better, but yeah. people, you know, I sucked ass <laughs> at tattooing, bro, for like eight years, dude. And like, still, I, you know, I was like, just not putting good shit out, but like, we didn't have that info. We didn't have that shit to start us off. We had whatever we could learn in a tattoo shop. And, uh, so I'm like, man, if I would have had that, I feel like I was only be shitty for like maybe four years. You know? like, <laughs> yeah, what? well, I mean, again, it's for the development of everything. It's just like you can go on Instagram and just study different tattoos if you want. How did this guy do that? Or why, why, does, why do I like his line work so much? Let me study that, you know, and, and only being stuck in your corner of the world, especially in like a very low populated place like Maine, like both of us kind of came up in. You didn't, when we came up, there wasn't, you didn't have everything at your fingertips. You know, you couldn't look, reach out. You'd have to go to another shop and find a, a guy who's really good and get tattooed by him and then ask him all kinds of questions instead of just studying a bunch of shit on the internet, you know, Yeah, yeah. or watching a YouTube video. I met some really good tattooers from Eastern Europe who taught themselves from like fucking Bob Tyrell videos and shit. And they're, they're baller tattoos. They're unbelievable. Yeah. And it's like, they've only been doing it for like two years and it's just, it's amazing. But that's, yeah. that's just something that wasn't possible for us when we came up because we didn't have, we didn't have that at our disposal, you know? No, no, it's kind of rough <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. yeah. People are self-taught and become phenomenal these days. Yeah. Like, it's insane. It's like, yeah, there, where's the tradition? Understand. I do feel there's a little less respect in the industry when they do start off that good. You're just like, mm, okay, well, who am I going to respect? I'm already killing it. <laughs> like, well, well, I think that's part of the whole thing with not having to – it's a lack of appreciation for everything because they don't have to, like we were talking about, build their, build their own needles or, or make their own pigments or any of that stuff. There is no appreciation for it because everything is already – just order it. You know what I mean? You don't have to spend the time making all your tools right and knowing how your tools run correctly. You can just buy a new machine if you need to buy a new machine, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's just yeah, different, true. man. It's yeah. different. Yeah, your machine like stops working, you send it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Whoever exactly. made it. Yeah. Yep. It's there's, crazy. No, there's no troubleshooting. It's like, uh, some some people still do it. I mean, some of the newer guys, but I mean, a lot of the newer people won't do it. I know I'll still mess around with machines and people that came up around the same age as me, they'll, they all still fuck with their shit, but yeah, I don't know. Shit's a change in. <laughs> I use a rotary, dude. It's plug yeah, plug. I've been messing with go. rotaries lately, man. I've been getting on the bandwagon or off the bandwagon. I don't know how you want to say it. Yeah, whatever direction you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I like them, dude. They're just, I don't know. I go with whoever's going to make me work easier, like not as much. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you're saying, man. Whatever yeah. whatever tool you can help you make the best product, I, I fully support. Like, Use what works for you. Because what works yeah. for me probably might not work for you. And I might be able to do something really cool with it, but you won't. And then you can use a tool that you can do something really cool with it. I can't, you know? So whatever works for you, you yeah. can do it, man. If you can make a cool tattoo with it, make it happen. Sometimes I feel I get lazy, to be honest. Like, undeniably, <laughs> coils line better than rotary. Yeah, that's the one thing. Like, I, I thought that if I kept at it with the rotary lining with it i would be able to get the hang of it but it just doesn't seem to be happening so i find myself going back to my coils and i can just i can do lines so much faster with them and it's just like why do i even try to fuck around with with lines with the rotary i shouldn't even do it yeah yeah it's just true you gotta be slow as fuck on those yeah really slow 
I don't yeah, like that. It's true, but I just am so lazy. I'm like cartridge system so easy. I'm like, yeah, I'll slow down. I don't give a crap. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't want to plug another machine in. That's freaking what am I, a fucking dinosaur? <laughs> what, <are>, yeah. <laughs> what is this? Two thousand five? Yeah, lame. <laughs> plug a Mickey Sharps in. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but no, dude, it's uh it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Like, you know, I've only been tattooing about 15 years, but dude, it seems like so much has changed and I'm trying to adapt. Like stylistically, I try to adapt, like not a master of none, like you said, but like jack of all trades, just try to do anything that walks in the door. That's what I was taught. basically. Yeah. And uh, nowadays people are, yeah, they're niching themselves instantly. Right out the gate. Yeah. yeah no. It's crazy. No, there's nothing wrong with it either. I mean, if you can do it and and you enjoy doing that and you're not going to get burnt out on that one style fucking do it man like yeah kill it yeah, yeah exactly like i have no hate on that man yeah, whatever's well. whatever's making you happy make it happen you know it's true as long as they can market themselves i mean shit dude we're in like tattooers these days are all wannabe entrepreneurs <laughs> like, yeah every single one of them some of them are very successful but at the end of the day we're all like nope we want to own our own shop one day that's yeah and all you know yeah, but it's crazy. No, it yeah, is. It's, it's weird, and East Coast and West Coast in general tattooing, dude, it's night and day. It's, I don't know anything about the West Coast. I see. Yeah. I, I follow a couple of you guys out there, but I don't know what the scene is like altogether. I've pretty much stuck to the East Coast and then ventured out as far as Denver and Chicago and a little bit in that Ohio area and stuff. But pretty yeah, much East Coast, my whole East career. Coast dominates the industry. In, yeah, in America. Yeah, I mean. Besides Hell City out here for, like, busy shows of any sort, East Coast takes the cake on all of them. Just Philly alone. Yeah. You know, like well, that's Detroit ridiculous. and all that. Yeah. yeah. Out here, it's, it's not, man. It's just, like, invite-only shows, tattooers, tattooing, tattooers. Yeah. Shit like that. So, um, so would you say that the quality is better on those <clears throat> invite-only ones? Because I know that, like, some of the biggest shows, Philly, for example, like, it's not – there's there might be 2,000 artists there, but that doesn't mean there's 2,000 – great artists yeah you know what I mean? exactly you know it's true invite only is definitely are packed with better artists you know probably you know i would say 90 percent of them are completely solid and well known yeah 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 and the others are i mean but their walking traffic's nothing you know like a lot of them like even certain ones out here i found golden state i was yeah i sat around for a couple days tattooed a day but like oh yeah yeah there's just too many artists all these in the invite only working it's expensive as shit dude you're yeah. paying 800 bucks for a booth that's ridiculous sure. yeah so that's weird that's another whole nother you know there's just conventions popping up everywhere and that's cool keeps everyone networking and in tune with each other so that's cool but it's too many <laughs> yeah no there is i mean there's a there's a complete oversaturation of the market in pretty much all aspects i mean from machine i can't even say builders anymore i, I don't know like fabricator i don't know what the right word is but yeah. uh you know, something along those lines to, to ink companies, to to conventions, to shops. You know, it's like all all across the gamut. It's just yeah, all options, options, yeah, options, options. Just fully saturated. Yep. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's pretty. Yeah, supply stores in general. I mean, I yeah. There you go. That's another Soul one. Owns all of them. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. I think they bought out kingpin and all those dudes so they're just well i think it's the same it. like umbrella company that owns tatsel and kingpin i can't remember the name of the company but they're not just like in strictly tattoos they just find anything any business that's like running well or making good money and they're like all right let's buy that and make even more money with it yeah it's 
And, and it sucks because those are like the plate. You're like, oh, I still need to order from them, even though they're the Amazon of tattooing. But yeah. like, I need to order. You know, I order through Electrum, through Rob, and then my buddy Spike comes by. You know, locally, I order stuff from him. I, I try to keep it with people I know. You know. Yeah, it, it's hard I've, sometimes. Uh, my shop, I think we order pretty much strictly through Kingpin. I've actually made some really good contacts from living down in Florida and they have a walk-in shop there in St. Pete where you can like actually walk in and check out just about anything you want to check yep. out and like hold it in your hands and ask questions about it before first actually buying it. Yep. Um, and I made, I made some good contacts down there. So even though they're owned by a, I guess, non-tattooer owned conglomerate or bigger company, whatever you want to call it, I still appreciate the, the personal touch dealing with those, those people has. So I still go through them. Yeah. No, yeah. The Kingpin's a one-stop shop. Yeah, exactly. I think they're the only ones that sell both Fusion and Eternal also, if people are into that. like, I don't think there's too many supplies, you know, that sell both of those. Yeah, they usually stick to one or the other. Yeah. I mean, I only use Starbright, so. Yeah, I know. You're all sponsored and stuff. I'm a, yeah, yeah I'm on that electric, you know. It's electric. Mm. That's what he's on. Yeah, the electric ink. They're out of yeah. Brazil. They're out of Brazil. They make a quality product. We just don't have a, a huge uh, huge base here in America. We're trying to change it, but it's a slow process. Yeah, they're getting bigger, though. I mean... Slowly but surely. Gamma Ray Sterilized, I think the only ink that does that. I honestly don't know what that means. But I don't either, but I think it has something to do with the Hulk, do. so that's cool. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, there's something. So maybe you're injecting Hulk-like fluids... Yeah, it's everybody actually, time. that's a little known fact about electric ink is everybody gets a little bit stronger when they get it yeah. injected in them. So Electric shock. Yeah. It's weird. It's yeah. cool, though. That may not be uh, correct, so. We could be fabricating facts right now. Yeah. Don't, don't fucking Red Bull sue us. I want my whole body painted green with electric ink, please. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, I'm trying to think what else we can really talk about well you're talking about uh what was the initial question there was uh just the way that the industry is changing or whatever i don't know i can't remember what the initial question yeah was. like pretty much you know should we adapt obviously if we want to make a living out of it you're gonna have to adapt you know or really get big at one, what you're doing and yeah well I can, what the rest of the industry is doing i can bring up something that's kind of a hot topic is uh is the way that I think I think it's pretty prevalent in like neo-traditional that genre is that a lot of the people coming up they won't necessarily draw any of their shit they'll just like trace images either from other people's tattoos or from an image online and then render it in a neo-traditional kind of way and I think that rubs a lot of people the wrong way yeah um and I was just, I was kind of daydreaming about that on my ride home tonight when I was thinking about talking to you tonight. And I was like, it kind of reminded me of the way that like Andy Warhol did art back in like what, the seventies or eighties or whatever. Mm -hmm. And how he got, he got a bunch of flack from the art community because he did like Campbell's soup and just like reprinted it three or four different ways, you know? Yeah. It's kind of the same thing in a different, in a different uh, industry. And it's like, do you, do you hate on it or do you? adapt to it like i personally don't trace things and i don't really like to i, mm -hmm. I, like, I like the aspect of creating so yeah. i i don't think i'll ever do that but i see more and more 
people doing that or people coming up doing that. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, something to bring up. It's definitely a good subject. I mean, honestly, I sometimes do realism. So I have my obviously trace from that. Yeah. I honestly feel the only style to even really say they draw these days is Neo and new school, you know, traditionals all dude, let's face it. Like it's very heavily referenced. Like, all traditional pieces. Some are different. Some of the new age people doing their own touch to it's awesome. But other than that, there's really not, I find myself tracing or like, you know, for realism and stuff. And then I just turn the realism into kind of a Neo look or whatever. Yeah. Or I'll heavily reference artists that I've liked, you know, I won't like copy their shit, but like, I'm going to end up in my head referencing people that I'm always looking at up to. So sure. you know, it sucks, but like in my head, I'm like, I really enjoy that. So you kind of put your own touch on it, but like, it's true, man. Like, I'll draw off my head. I would say one out of every 15 tattoos is hand-drawn, no reference, maybe. Well, I mean, I think there's something to be something different about photorealism anyway, is that, like, you kind of have to trace it in order to make the image appear exactly like what you're trying to recreate, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's, like, inherently part of, of photorealism. But... uh on the drawing things, like, I mean, I think Neo Trad, like, I think it can be done really well and you don't have to trace. I just see oh, a lot of, yeah. a lot of guys doing, doing that. They'll find some yeah. other tattooer that's done it and they'll just like, Oh, he did it good. I'll just trace that lady face or whatever the case may be. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm really heavy on that. I know people that they don't draw. They're just tattooers. They make good money. They do what they do. They're good tattooers, but they don't draw anything. They just copy it, but it's solid. So I guess there's that line, too. If you're going to copy someone, you better fucking nail that piece. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You better outdo your source or, like, I don't know, you know. I, I agree, you know. I even had – I did a snake recently, and people are like, that's kind of like Timmy Beach. I'm like, mm, thanks, but not even remotely as close as good, <laughs> you know, but that's cool. Maybe I was influenced him by him. Oh, but... uh, for sure, but I know Timmy B. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I think that we're all kind of – influenced by people either consciously or, or subconsciously when you're drawing something you know like you always maybe go back into the, your subconscious and pull out these things that you might have seen years or months ago and you're just throwing them up on paper and don't even realize it and then you're like holy shit i'm totally emulating this person or that person you know yeah. what i mean yeah it's true it's literally true but i do cheap shape my way out of I usually just, if it's a skull, I trace a realism, a picture of a skull, and I bold outline certain parts. I'm like, fucking Neo. <laughs> <laughs> this is so Neo. <laughs> I don't even have a style. I'm like, a color bomb. I like to make tattoos look like things. Like, Wall-to-wall color. Yeah, dude, I don't I don't think it's a style or anything. I mean, it's just like, I don't know. I just fucking want to do what I do. I don't know. I don't know. Just yeah, cool. that's where I'm at. It's like, I like, don't know. Go make a good do. tattoo. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm trying to do is just a quality tattoo that's gonna last yeah i don't know i don't like to cater to certain i'll get shit on by realism artists all the time too many lines i'm like yeah i'm sorry like <laughs> yeah I, I put them there they're there i'm sorry like, yeah that's a that's a weird weird uh conversation anyway because it's like it's all in the eye of the beholder is like maybe i did it that way because i wanted it to look that way or maybe the client exactly. wanted it to look that way maybe you don't like it but I do or my client does or that's what I was going for and I achieved what I was going for even though it's not what you 
would like it to be. I don't know. It's true. Dude, to be honest, I'm going to say it right now. Any realism I've done, if I threw color lines in some black lines in, that piece still to this day looks way better than something I put no lines in. Oh, well, yeah, definitely. Just straight up. Straight up. People are like, enough black will still hold it. No, I've tried that, too. I sometimes just have to fucking throw lines in. It just works. I don't know. It does. Line, line lines definitely important. matter. Lines I've been doing matter. it for uh, almost 11 years now, and it's like I start I, – I can see the, some of the stuff that was done eight years ago, six years ago, and I'm learning what's the actual tricks that work, what, what kind of techniques work to, to stand up to the test of time. And it's yeah. line work yeah. is definitely important. It's super important. And like, it's always an argument. Realism is not going to last. We don't really know. Technology's changed, you know, Yeah. just like bold ass outlines and new school and all that. Like, okay. They didn't have 13 round liners, double lines back in the day. Those were yeah. fives that look like 13s now, you know? Yeah. So it's like, shit, but the technology's changed and the needles have changed. Maybe they won't stretch over time spread you know we don't well, yeah i mean in the end it's really just a, a big guessing game because it's all of our all of our products are constantly changing so it's like what we're using now isn't the same as what we were using two years ago even though it might be from the same supplier you know so it's like are these tattoos we're doing now maybe the same way we're doing two years ago going to hold up better when we're doing the same thing you know what i mean it's like yeah it's all kind of a guessing game hoping that you're guessing right yeah i mean in it to be honest, everything takes experience. I mean, you, you're never going to know. You can be a good tattooer out the gate, but you don't know what that's going to look like in three years. But like you said, over time, you've learned what works for you to make yeah. your tattoos keep their integrity over time. Right. Yeah, it's it's a big thing, man. I mean, today's podcast comes to just fucking learn to tattoo. As, if you want to do it, just fucking literally put your whole heart into it if you want to make it somewhere. That's what I'm saying. Be passionate about it. Yeah. That's that's what I appreciate about other artists is just their their passion for it and that they you can see that they actually love what they do, and that's what I don't know like the guys that just do the whatever comes in and they just try to recreate it. I mean, I I feel like they're doing it more as a job. I mean, they might yeah. they might they might yeah. love it, but they're not like trying to change change it up at all. You know, they're just trying to recreate. You know, yeah. I don't know. And some people do it for the wrong reason. Some people just want to get big in the industry within the artists. All that. But, I think you that's know, a huge too. thing is that there's a lot of people coming in now. I think TV shows have had a huge, huge impact on that end of things is they just want to be in it to appear that they're, or that they're part of the lifestyle or whatever the hell that means, you know, that they're a tattooer, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Instead of like yeah. actually being really passionate about being fucking awesome at their craft. They're just like, yeah, I'm a tattooer and I wear all black and I drive a nice car and you know what I mean? Like they just yeah. want to have the look and they don't really care about, how good the tattoos are or getting yeah. better at, at what they do. Just the amount they're pumping out. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it sucks, man. And there is nothing like I can ever say on here or anything that's ever going to change that. I know that, but it's good to talk about it, I guess. I don't know. No, I think it's, it's like, good. I mean, I think that what you've talked about on the podcast so far, what we're talking about today is conversations that are pretty common in the industry. And well, I mean, with guys that have been in it for a little while anyway, I'm just wondering if if any of the shit actually matters that we're talking about, you know? Yeah. But I, I guess it does matter a little bit because we're, we're, we're talking about it. It does worry us to a degree, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
And I talk about it like another thing about West Coast, East Coast. Like East Coast, dude, savage man. <laughs> East Coast is you're gonna get told you suck. You're gonna you gotta be a you know pretty thick skin in the East. Out here, it's soft, man. Like, oh really? It's it, you can't say anything without insulting or people getting super hurt. I'm like, hey, I'm not for everyone. Just I'm freaking just speaking what I truly feel is in my heart. Call it sh- t- shit talking. I don't know, but I don't know. East Coast is cool. You could just shit talk each other the whole time, but be friends. And I don't know, man. It's different. <laughs> yeah, well, East Coast. That's one thing I've really uh, come to love about the the new school community is that it's all everyone kind of critiques each other, and it's like sometimes it might not be something you invited to happen, but if you're open-minded and you're like, well, this dude's kind of being a dick a little bit, but what he's saying or she's saying is true. And I could probably grow a little bit from that. I find that the, the new school community is really, really big on that and like trying to help each other develop and, and become better. Yeah. And that's really awesome. I think yeah, it's super awesome. Yeah, it is. It's traditional artists. They, not all of them, but majority they're kind of, they're mean. They're stuck, <laughs> in, the, they're stuck in their ways. Mean. well on the traditional thing though i think that when i came up it was i was super into new school tony savaro jimmy litwock like those were my my idols coming up and that's all i wanted to do and i was up here in maine i didn't have much exposure to anything else and i moved down to florida and everything down there everyone was super into traditional and i was like why why does everyone like this stuff so much and i wasn't really i didn't really dig it and i didn't see the appeal to it but seeing how the sun beats down on skin down there and how this traditional style holds up so well over time, it really turned me on to what's so good about it, you know? And and like, I tried to apply that to my tattoos still and use the things that I know will last some of the, the, uh, the foundations of, uh, of traditional, but use it in a different way, I guess. Yeah. I think that's why they keep on staying with those same designs and stuff because it's been proven to last and they know it's going to last. Yeah. I mean, then again, I see 40 year old freaking traditional tattoos are blurred. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. True. It's... But that could be a case again of uh bad artist. Well, <laughs> bad artist. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I was going to say uh, the lack of quality tools, you know what I mean? Yeah. And how everything's progressed now, so I don't know. I don't know. Dude, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's uh it, it's crazy, but the east and west, man. I just want to go back to Maine. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I've uh, I've been back here. This is going to be my second winter back and I love the summers, man. <laughs> I know. I've guessed what it is. Going to fucking feed the meter every two hours is not convenient. No, not at all. Just the snow and the cold is such bullshit. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, but... it sucks. It sucks. And people are just mean out there, dude. They're like <laughs> negative, you know, like so negative. I'm like, come on, guys, be happy. Oh, yeah. People are posy, you know, but then they're like, you're like, hey, I'm gonna critique this piece, and they're like, uh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Tight, dude. That's not a positive attitude. Why are you bringing me down, bro? Yeah, dude. <laughs> but I am a shit talker. I mean, most people that know him. But I, I'm out front with it. Yeah, you don't you don't pussyfoot around it. You're straight to the point. Yeah, I try to get straight to the point. <laughs> a lot of people don't like it. <laughs> but at the same time, I just try to 
grow as an artist every freaking day. Try at least, you know, try to watch some. I at least look, I must look on Instagram at tattoos for fucking three hours a day, I feel. Yeah. I don't know. I think that uh, something that's been helping me lately is um, I have an apprentice at our shop and some of the some of the tasks or assignments I'm having him do. I'm like, you know what? I should probably do some of these too, just to, just to sharpen my, uh, sharpen my, uh, fundamentals. Yeah, exactly. You know, like he's doing, I'm having him do lettering stuff right now and I've been just busting out some lettering and enjoying it too. You know, going back to the basics and just shit. I don't do that much anymore, but it's still fun and it's, it's good to hone your, hone your uh, abilities. It's pretty much the most important thing of tattooing. Yeah. Throwing in a solid, clean line of any size, of any sorts, even on paper, and then saturating it to where it needs to be. And I'm a believer if you can't do it on paper, you can't do it on skin. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's, it's a different medium, but at the same time, I don't know. If you can't do it on paper, why are you trying it on skin? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I agree. I, I, I try to I try to do things and, and at least get a – color study or a little bit like maybe part of my design I'll, I'll uh i'll fully render maybe not the whole thing but just try to figure stuff out yeah i think i will do it every tattoo but i mean you can draw it yeah you know what you're capable of right yeah and i mean you're a jack of all trades too like so i try yeah i try to be able to do just about anything i don't really fuck with uh biomax too much but no no same here same here but it's not really a- asked you know, so no, like, it isn't. It's, it's not definitely not out here. Yeah, it's not requested too often. Yeah, but there's some people that kill it. No, there kill definitely it. are. My mind just doesn't work like that. It's just there's so many different layers and depth that I, I don't know. I'm I just I'm more of a contour line kind of guy, and that's like yeah. I don't know shading. I feel we should know how to do biomech because we grew up in the era of tribal for the most part. Yeah, and that's kind of the same layout, just with way more depth. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not because we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll speak for myself. But yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know. I say yeah, dude. Uh, a yeah, lot, dude. dude. That's the title of this episode. Yeah, dude. But what do I know? You know, but yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> other than that, weather's been good out there. Rain. Uh, we just had rain the other day, but it's been gorgeous, actually. It's, I'm enjoying the end of summer here and. <clears throat> loving the weather it's funny when you brought up the whole like people being negative around here it's like they complain all winter long about the snow or being cold and then the summer comes and the first hot day oh my god i can't take this heat <laughs> and it's like motherfucker we just had nine months of fucking snow <laughs> like let's enjoy this a little bit before you start uh, complaining about it it is humid though dude i always said like collectively there's a month and a half of good weather in May, a year yeah, that's probably pretty accurate. Yeah, it's two's put two. We'll say two to be fair. But yeah, it's miserable due to the winter, and, and I, you know, people lack vitamin D because of lack of sun. Oh yeah, there. seasonal depression's a motherfucker up here, man. Yeah, it really is, dude. And that was a good thing for me to get out of. But you know, I miss my clients. Just clients yeah. out there are just loyal. They're the you know the networking between you know solid artists of the state. I could say is so good. You know, yeah, it's not a competition. You're all friends. It's, it's amazing, dude. I really miss that out here. It's dog eat dog world. Yeah, I'm just trying to get used to it. No, that's one thing I've had a, a conversation uh, recently with a couple different clients, and they're like, 
how do you feel about um about clients going to different artists i'm like i don't i don't give a shit as long as you're getting a good tattoo the only reason i'd be upset at all is if you're going and getting some shitty tattoos yep just because you know just to get tattooed it's like if you're gonna collect then get some good shit 100 percent agree 120 percent dude it's and I'll steer oh, you. Yeah, you go get a cool tattoo. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. I'll yeah. steer you in the direction of the person that I think could could kill it the best. You know, like yep. I'll, I'll send their, send you their way. Hundred percent, dude. Yep, I'm all about collectors. I think that's the coolest shit ever. I do too. You have the money to go spend on multiple artists of different pricing. You know, you don't know them. You know, they're not going to hook you up, dude. And you're willing to do it for the love, the love of the art, dude. That's yeah, fucking magnificent. Dude. It's awesome, and it's like it's so flattering when one of them comes to you, and they're like, and you see their body of work, and literally their body of work, and it's like, holy shit, you want me to add to that? Okay, all right, damn. Yeah, yeah. that's that's never that's never happened. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, I completely agree. You're just like, are you sure? One time I got the dude, dude has just Nico stuff all over him. Uh, oh, yeah. Chris Bushing or whatever, all stuff. And he's like, yeah, dude, I want Death Moth from Silence of the Lambs to cap off this leaf. I'm like, where, dude? It's like basically where your ball sack meets your fucking leg. <laughs> I'm like, tight, dude. I'll get on that leg for sure. Dude. They're like, yeah. Like half a death moth. Nico wouldn't do it, so will you. Yeah, pretty much you <laughs> ran out of options, and I was by default the last one. Take it, dude. Stay. No one no one would do my taint, so uh, will you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Heels good, man. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it was a weird one. It was a weird one. Made it happen, yeah. though. Yeah, it's true. He had, and it's not like, actually, to be honest, he still had other spots left on his leg. <laughs> so it wasn't the cap off, dude. <laughs> it was like, but it was like the bottom ankle, bottom foot area, and then, yeah. like, kneecap ditch. I was like, yeah, I'll take the groin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, those those collectors, man, those are passionate people, and my favorite thing to see to be i like cohesive pieces like from dude my favorite style and i don't even touch it really is japanese traditional like yeah it's dope man bro it the layout it's awesome yeah so dope it's definitely cool and like i have a a mad respect for like how there's certain rules to it and you only use these elements with these elements and like knowing all that all those rules and stuff it just it blows my mind it's i think it's i think it's awesome yeah, it's it's a disciplined style, man. Yeah. To do it right, I mean, I could do what I've been doing and break every rules of tattooing, you know, of any style, but I couldn't do it to Japanese. It just doesn't look right. You can tell. You yeah. Fake the funk with it. Yeah, that's why I, I try to put a little new school flair into it so that I, it's obvious that I'm not trying to be Japanese traditional, but. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, I'll do realism Japanese. And, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Stay away from the full everything dude it's just yeah i have mad respect for it it's it's super cool that new school new school is my favorite style i don't really touch it much you know you do it every now and again bro every now and then but like i just don't have that dude i don't have that eye to just you guys make it look easy um dude it'll take me fucking four days to draw it you know it does i don't know it does take a while man yeah tweaking things out and then you got to figure out your light spots and like your or your light sources and cast shadows and all this other shit it's like new school used to be just like bright colors and bold lines and and funky perspective but now it's like almost like realistic i don't know Real, yeah realistic, realistic illustrative shooting. kind of thing i don't know it's yeah yeah it's definitely uh 
don't know. Yeah, the combo between I don't know, old Coop and freaking Rap Fink. Yeah. You know, kind of style. Yeah, um, that it, low brow weird. art. Yeah, it's cool. Caricature. Yeah. <laughs> Caricature tattooing, but it's dope, dude. Yeah, I definitely have respect for it. Like certain, uh, like some of my top favorite artists. I mean, Timmy B is probably my favorite artist ever. Oh, yeah, he's definitely up there for me too. Yeah, and I don't know. I just kind of don't touch it as much. I got known for realism for a while, and but my realism's not realistic. It's illustrative realistic. Yeah, anything. but it's definitely all you for sure. I can identify a, a Kevin piece from from a ways away. Oh yeah, you look. You watch Snake Pit too. Yeah, yeah, constantly. Yeah. I'm like, oh, another, another, another back bar piece right there. Yeah, fucking back bar. That guy oh, got back barred right there. <laughs> he got fully back barred. <laughs> dude, yeah, that was today. Today was a weird one, dude. Just like, yeah, let's do something crazy on me right now. I was like, how about I just don't stance line? It looks fucking free. Just needle to the skin. Let's do something. And yeah, it's the first time I ever did, dude. Whoa, what'd you do? Are you gonna post it? I want to see. Uh, I, I did. I put it on a story on my Instagram at Kevin Beckbar. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, dude. Um. And it, it's a cactus middle finger, basically. Just kind of okay. just went with it, dude. Not yeah. great, but I mean, it's pretty clean. Yeah. I, I can't say that I've ever just needled the skin. Like, I've always yeah, thrown yeah. markers That's down weird. or something. That's I've watched weird, a couple dude. guys do it, and it's blown my mind. Like, I've seen some black and gray realist, realism artists do it. I saw a couple of new school yep. guys do it, and I'm just like, damn, that looks incredible. Yeah, and dude. That's I just Carl feel like Grace, I'm, man. Yeah, yeah, all day. I remember walking by him one time at a convention and he had drawn this shit on some dude's head. And I, I couldn't identify it. Usually I'm pretty good at like seeing the beginning of a drawing and being like, Oh, that's going to be this or that's going to be that. But mm-hmm. I could not identify what the fuck it was going to be. And then I come back an hour later and it's like the most beautiful woman's face and like this skull coming off of me. I was like, Oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah. Cause he just like laid down like these five lines and a little bit of shading here and there with the, some markers. The, the most, fucking rudimentary sketch you could ever come up with and it's like damn dude that's amazing and was he prison prison taught i'm not sure i'm not even gonna speak on that i've heard yeah fine that's how it was but i I don't don't know know. anything about carl it would only make sense never talked to him yeah from nothing you know no stencil i mean it just makes sense some people just have that eye man dave tevinall is another one where it's like he has the he has a complete picture in his head i feel like i mean i don't i don't know but yeah, he has a complete picture in his head of what the final product is going to be before he even starts drawing yeah. you know sketching on the skin and it's like that blows my mind i usually find my way through a drawing and it just it kind of bugs me that people have that that great a vision and i'm like how do i how do i get that good a vision before yeah. i start drawing instead of finding my way into my design become an alien dude I yeah mean, dude tevin all's an alien there's no way how he pulls <laughs> off these huge pieces of art and just do this in 36 seconds like what <laughs> no shit yeah he covered my whole forearm in three and a half hours i mean i'm not a huge guy but that's still fucking fast as shit so i mean you're benching about 450 so don't easy don't cut yourself short easy yeah so. <laughs> so there's that people there's that but um yeah dude there's it's insane, but yeah, back to Carl Grace. It's I've seen. I'm sure you've seen. Can like leg sleeves healed from them, arm sleeves. Oh it's yeah, most consistent shit ever. So yeah. consistent, smooth, great gradations, yeah. fields of the same exact gray if he needs to. Yeah, insane, it's, dude. It's great, master of his yeah. craft. It's true, and that's uh, I learned out here because I don't. I'm not a black and gray guy until recently because California is 
that's it's a black and gray state. Yeah. But man, that's after you know, I was always like, Oh, you got an unfinished tattoo, you know, I was that bit. <laughs> so when are you gonna put the color in? Yeah, dude, all the time. Like and then I come out here and I'm like, holy that's like pretty much fully saturated, diluted black. Dude, I've seen some of the most incredible that's one thing I'll say about Golden State. Some of the best like uh fucking black and gray heeled full torsos and shit I've ever seen, dude. It's insane. Yeah, that stuff's amazing to see. Yeah, yeah. Super humbling, dude. It has been humbling out here because I was I was pretty booked and shit in Maine. I come out here and I'm like, no, Montes, Montes, Darth yeah. Vader, Montes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking no. No, I can't give it away. God damn it. Yeah, Maine, dude. I will say this. I hope there's some Maine is listening because you could sell anything to a Mainer. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm looking for this infinity dog, kind of with my dog paws in the middle. Sick, so Bigfoot. Like, yeah, I like Harry and Henderson's. I actually like that movie. You want to do that one? Yeah, it's like, great. Yeah. Screw the infinity. Yeah. yeah, Harry and Henderson's all day. Yeah, dude, it was, for me anyway, once I got to like, yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, you want Austin Powers? Yeah. Dope, let's do this, you know? It was crazy. Well, dude. I was no looking for a hard. portrait of my dad, but Austin Powers will do, I guess. <laughs> yeah, same teeth. I mean, that's I cool. think he laughed at that movie one time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, seriously, dude, I... For realism, anyway, because you can just do portraits and stuff. Sure. Your style is way harder to sell, I would say. Yeah. You know, but I, I mean, the to, right people to people who aren't are interested, awesome. like, I've actually been super, super happy with uh, my reception here. Like, I used to come, when I was living in Florida, I used to come back here, like, a week or two at a time, uh, one to three times a year, and I'd be, I'd be easy to get booked out because I started here, I have a lot of friends and family, so... I was able to fill those slots pretty easily, and I was kind of worried about coming back. Would I be able to keep that up would it be consistent work or am i just gonna be able to do two weeks and then i'm gonna be like jones for work but i've been pretty well received as far as like staying pretty booked out and stuff and people are coming to me and asking for larger pieces and being like this is my basic idea can you run with it and it's like fuck yeah that's exactly how i like to operate whenever possible so yeah that's good that's good news yeah I know no, you, were, you were a little nervous at first and yeah. yeah, that's good. No, it's it's great, man. It's it's been a really it's been a really positive experience for me. It's probably because I guest spotted there. Yeah, no, it definitely. Yeah, it, it picked up big time after you came. So <laughs> they're like, "Oh, Beckford's not here. I guess I'll get tattooed by you, Mike." <laughs> Beckford's not here, right? Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, dude. No, you guys have been killing it, man. Even like. You know, Tyler hasn't been tattooing all but what you say five years, six no, years. No, he's he's in like the seven eight year range. Damn, already, dude. Yeah, dude. It's been, yeah, Holy it's crazy. Shit. But dude, yeah, he's killing it. He's so good, man. So Bro, so, so clean, dude. Clean. So clean. Dude. Yeah, it's awesome. Yep. Killing it, dude. It's great. We got a great crew, man. I'm really happy yeah, with the dudes I work with. Burn stuff. Like, yeah, I see everyone's stuff. Following it. Yeah, easily the shop to go to, in my opinion. In in portland maine yeah broken crow collective for sure dude i mean kind of can go in and get every style so that's always a positive yeah we got we we have a bunch of different dudes that do really different stuff it's awesome doug landry doing some like creepy kind of new school vibe stuff and then we got brad wooten doing like some black work like yeah i don't even does that in that area yeah exactly i don't even know what to call his stuff but it's so original and he's got such a great like uh, process of how he comes up with shit and works with his clients. It's it's awesome to see. He's a cool dude too. He's quiet. Yeah, he is. He's he's a great dude. And he's he's just yeah, like he's really art driven, and that's that's a huge quality for me. So 
Dude, Maine in general, I always tell people, I'm like, it's a hidden gem. Like, yeah. Maine has some dope tattoo artists. It definitely does. New England in general, but Maine, like, you know, all the way from Prescott, Jesse. Yeah, Jesse Panette, killing yeah, it. Everyone at your shop, you got Biswell, you got freaking McGrory, you got everyone at Venom, Chad, every dude, Chubbs, all those dudes. Yeah, Chubbs just it's, opened his own shop in Brunswick. Yeah. yeah no, there's yeah, some. There's definitely some sad. good artists, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. It's it's changed a lot. Like, it really wasn't like that. You know, the, the shop in Portland was, you know, Sanctuary, obviously. Uh, yep, Hollywood Just Ground. good, Marcus Kuhn, you know. But he raised most of the amazing traditional artists that are out there with Cindy and all them. So yeah, Chris Dingwell's in Portland, too. Yeah, Dingwell. He's, uh, is he still near the State Theater? Or did he move? <sighs> no, oh, he's... not Forest, right? I think so. It's uh, Squirrel Cage Studios, I think. I don't know exactly okay. where it is. Squirrel Cage. He's out at Health City. I think that's this weekend. Yeah, um, one of the dopest painters ever. Too. Yeah, he's dope, man. He's awesome. Yep. And yeah, uh, damn, you guys are killing it. No, me, no, you're right though, and it's it's funny because when I was when I was coming up, I did like two or three years here in Maine in some small town like biker kind of shops, and then like I realized I wasn't going to be able to learn too much more from where I was, and I was like, all right, I need to like work under some people or with some people that I can learn from. And there really wasn't too many places to go. I, I sought out uh, Chad Chase over at Venom and asked him for a spot. But at, his, at that time, he said that he didn't have room. I think they had just expanded and Chubbs had come in. Or I wasn't ready and he was being nice. But, uh, mm. but that's when I dipped down to Florida because there wasn't really anywhere for me to go. But now it's like if you're coming up in Maine and any shop has a spot, like there's a lot of places that you can learn a lot from up here. Yeah, it's – it's pretty insane and it's it it's there's a lot of shops but um i feel it's half and half with the weight you know it's there's a lot of talent out there people are passionate out there man you get so depressed in the winter what are you doing you're sitting inside doing art yeah yeah yep definitely yeah i got back into painting this past winter which is awesome i kind of slacked off on it this summer been busy with the shop and then trying to have fun on my days off because there's not two feet of snow on the fucking ground so yeah try to enjoy the outside while i can i should be painting dude i'm fucking building dioramas for my toys (laughs) (laughs) i thought you're gonna say for your kids school project but no for your own toys for your own toys yeah no totally my kids school projects (laughs) shit's so fun except for i was like burning styrofoam melting it with a burning tool to make brick pattern yeah dude i didn't realize it released carbon monoxide yeah yeah i was done for yeah you're in like a non-ventilated closet (laughs) yeah i was dude i was in where i am right now like my man cave and i'm just like man i'm lightheaded i'm like so i looked it up on google you know you can do that now you can also learn a tattoo that way yep this is these are true (laughs) yeah i was just like you're dying I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Stop burning styrofoam, stupid. Alert, alert. Yeah. You get an amber alert on your phone just about you. Is that an amber? Is amber for kidnapping or are there other alerts? Yeah, there's others. Amber is for kids that have been uh, abducted. And then okay, I, don't want that. I remember living in Florida, there was a silver alert all the time. And that's like uh, a senior citizen with like Alzheimer's or something has just taken, yeah. their, taken a car and they're on a joyride somewhere. That sounds tight. Yeah. It's a little scary because you don't know if you're gonna run across that that Honda Accord on the uh, on the highway. It's true. Did you guys get an alert when that dude ate that other dude's face? Uh, no, was there was there was no cannibal alert at that time. Damn, but I was also damn. in the Tampa St. Pete area, and that was down in Miami. So 
that's yeah, like, that's like four hours away. So and that's a Miami is a little worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they got that Flocka problem down there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's crazy, dude. But actually, there was another kid that a college dude, Florida man again. He fucking came across some neighbors and he ate one of the dude's faces and fucking stabbed him and shit. They're crazy down in Florida, man. I don't even know what that kid was on. Yeah, I mean, he was on Earth. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, first of sure. all. I mean, fun fact, again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's crazy, man. It has nothing to do with tattooing, but no. I don't care. No, that's fine. Florida. Really, we're done talking about that shit. Yeah. Tattooing? I didn't even realize that we had strayed. I'm just chatting. Yeah, just chatting. Yeah, we're just chatting away. People are like, "What the fuck?" I'm trying to learn how to tattoo here. <laughs> That's one thing I do not teach is how to tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I I came across this apprentice and like I wasn't expecting to take an apprentice on, but he's been he's been good. It's been a good experience for me because I think teaching kind of reinstills some of the things in you that you should be paying attention to. I guess. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So you've had an apprentice before. Yeah, I did. Uh, I've had a couple and um, it did. I was just so busy at that time. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, I honestly felt like worthless. I was just so much going on. I started touring, you know, doing Comic-Con, tattooing everywhere. And I was just like, I don't know. I maybe shouldn't have had one at that point. Yeah. I, you know, I I always talk shit on apprenticing and all that. But, dude, you're not going to turn someone that walks in that door who's like, fucking ridiculous at art you know like any art style and you're like nah you're gonna take them yeah and i don't know it does to go back to the fundamentals which i have recently done you i've line work basically i'm like man foundation of tattooing i need to really focus on this and then everything else will come I, i know certain things about realism on how to do it but once you get those fundamentals down of saturation basically and all that like then the, dude, your tattoos are always going to be good, you know? So, yeah. So like you said, fundamentals, learning that again with your apprentice, even shit you probably forgot you did as an apprentice. I'm sure you even bring that back. Like, yeah. Just, bring this back. Yeah. Just getting back to the basics. It's just like, holy shit, I forgot all about this aspect of this one thing. And now I'm using this in my everyday tattoos. And it's like, why the fuck have I forgotten about this for the last five years? You yeah. know? Yep. You should make them tattoo with half inch grips. <laughs> he he already does. <laughs> <laughs> so good. They're just cheaper. Yeah. yeah. No, uh yeah. no, he wraps his shit and I I don't know if he got that from me or, or what. I think he was just doing it anyway. But uh I don't Is know. Is it the I, same apprentice you had a while ago? Yeah, Josh. Um Yeah, he's cool as shit. Yeah, he's a great dude. He's he's uh he's an awesome writer. He does uh some graffiti stuff that is killer. One of the in my opinion, if not the best writer in Portland, then he's top two or three for sure. He's fucking awesome. Dope. And I always said that if I ever <clears throat> if I ever took an apprentice on, I'd be it'd have to be someone that blows me away with art and that could be better than, than I could be or that I than I feel that I am. And uh I think that he could definitely achieve that for sure. He's a he's an excellent artist. Well Josh Good on you, bro. Yeah, good on you, Josh. Yeah. Me and uh, my buddy Paul were talking about this dude who, like, went about it the right way. He, like, literally, he wanted to be a traditional artist. He just drew traditional Flash for, like, two, three years straight. He, yeah. Like, mastered his Flash game, sold Flash, all that shit, and then was like, I want to be a traditional tattooer, got an apprenticeship and all that. Like, pfft, you know, you nailed half the fucking hard work. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's great. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. That's what I tell anybody that comes in the shop. What what do I have to do to be an apprentice? Draw, motherfucker. <laughs> draw and draw and draw and draw. You should just throw something weird. Uh, actually, you should just watch porn. Just a lot of porn. It'll really <laughs> guide you in the right direction. <laughs> All the time. So, yeah. If you put, like, three dashes of pepper in your macaroni and cheese, like, I swear to God. You have to have a dope. ration of mac and cheese every day. <laughs> <laughs> they just get fat as shit. <laughs> I'm not any better. <laughs> I've been doing it for two years and I haven't improved. Uh, I just can't see my dick to watch the porn he was talking about anymore. <laughs> it's been mac and cheese and porn for two years. <laughs> when do I see improvements? Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Now those do not try at home. Yeah, no. That's... Even though mac and cheese actually is pretty bomb, dude. Yeah, those are advanced, advanced techniques. So. Yeah, yeah, it's after the wizard school. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude. Well, we've been on this about hour and fucking four minutes. So. Uh, yeah, we did some talking. Yeah, I'm gonna eat some falafel, like a, I don't know, a Middle Eastern. What's falafel? Is that Middle Eastern? I think so. I'm not too. Uh, I've I've heard of falafel. I've never had it, and. Uh, it's pretty good. I've heard it's great. I've heard it's great. I'm not sure if it's country of origin, though. Um, I'm just going to say Middle East. I'm going to eat some Indian food right now. There you go. Maybe. It's vegetarian, right? Are you vegetarian? Uh, it is vegetarian. I am dope, so no, I'm not <laughs> like a vegetarian. <laughs> no, no, I like I like to live life, so yeah. eat meat. Yeah. I hear you. I'm yeah. with you it does fuck with me now. Dude, I'm not going to lie. Beef fucks with me. Oh. I'm like, I'll just have a turkey burger. Good enough. Oh man, there's a uh, sh- uh, restaurant in Portland called. Uh, well, it doesn't matter what it's called, but they have this. Uh, they have this raw beef salad, which I was like, "What? I don't know about this shit." And then I tried it, and it is amazing. Damn, beef salad! America yeah. has done it again. Raw beef salad, dude. It's got like sriracha and peanuts and cilantro. It's, it's actually fucking killer, dude. Dude, that sounds killer. You'll have to go get it next time you guest. Why you didn't tell me the name of the place you thought that wasn't important. Well, I'm keeping a secret so that I have to bring you. You can't find it on your own. Snap, snap, snap. <laughs> I'm trying to get out there in October, to be honest. Nice, man. We'd be happy yeah, to have I'm you. Really trying. It'd be uh it'd be nice. People been messaging me a lot. Yeah. Um, they're like, Well now you have a new kid. Guess I'll never see you. Yeah. Well, fucking thanks. They're like, <laughs> Mark's a dick, so uh, we want to get back hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's in his name. Uh <laughs> Um, yeah, dude, we, yeah. We, you're always welcome, man. Anytime, you know that. Oh yeah, thanks you too, man. Gonna make your way out here, even though I've talked smack on the West Coast this entire podcast. But yeah, I know. Like, I think that things will even out with the shop in the next year or two here, and I'll be able to travel a little bit more. I've kind of calmed down on that for for the time being. So yeah, you gotta gotta take care of home first. That's right. That's dope. You guys get rid of the shower yet? Oh yeah, we got rid of the shower. We got a new mop closet in place of the shower, so you have to check that out. It has a mop Damn, in it. And you a heard it here. Yeah, we got a mop Damn. closet. What up? Damn mop closet. You guys don't even have a fucking shoe closet. Get some. <laughs> we got lockers and shit, man. We got it all set up. Oh, shit, dude. It's true. That place is lit, dude. I wish no one leased upstairs. That would have been way tighter. I know, dude. There was supposed to be like a, because weed is recreational in Maine. There was supposed to be like a social club that was going to open there. And I was like, are you kidding me? We're going to have a coffee shop below us 
I'll wear a tattoo shop and then have like a weed smoking place. Of <laughs> Best building, building in Portland. <laughs> Seriously, busiest building. This in the news. Busiest building in Portland. <laughs> Collects more revenue than the entire state. Uh, Damn, dude, that is hipster as shit and I like it. Yeah, it would have been awesome, but someone else took it and they're not as cool. But whatever, they're good tenants and they're cool people. So we'll, let, cool. them, we'll let them stay for a while. Yeah, that is cool. It is creepy at night, dude, there. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. I've had a couple of guest artists say, man, I think this place is haunted. Like, yeah, the next day when they come back, I'm like, it possibly could be. I mean, it was built in 1826. There's a lot of history. Dude, it was it a was, pharmacy. Was it was a pharmacy Ooh. forever. So, I mean, I'm sure people went in there for their fucking snake oil and probably died in line. Yeah. Oh, dude. What if every pharmaceutical that was sold in that building that died from that pharmaceutical... Is haunting that building. Oh Don't you put that podcast. evil on me. Don't you do that, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Don't you put that evil on me. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but that's not happening. I mean, it was weird, but honestly, a few of the times when I was tattooing near the front desk, and I just kept seeing myself in that little pole mirror. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> freak my fucking You're like, oh, my here. God, I didn't know there was another person here. Jesus. Man, he is, that there. he is good looking. Who is yeah. that? Damn, <laughs> dude. You'd fuck him, I'd fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude but dude it's, it's fun, it's fun yeah fun, definitely though, man and, uh, thanks for having me on dude this was a yeah, this was dude. a blast yeah man but uh so you can check uh mark richards out at uh congress street with a number in front of it uh, yeah in portland maine 594 oh. congress street broken crow collective 94 dudes yeah and females marky um, marky two dicks on the instagrams yeah with an x at the end that's right number two mm-hmm. marky number two. number two d-i-x D-I-X, baby. All right. And then, I don't know. You don't need to follow me, guys. That's cool. So, thanks for tuning in, everyone. <laughs> and I um, want to say bye one more time, Marky Judix. Later, Beckfire. Later, dude.